This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. In a rare display of agreement on Monday, both Montana's U.S. Senators sided with the U.S. Constitution and criticized Republican former President Donald Trump, who said the Constitution should be suspended due to his false claims that the 2020 election was stolen from him. Quote, a massive fraud of this type and magnitude allows for the termination of all rules, regulations, and articles, even those found in the Constitution. Trump wrote that on Truth Social, the network he founded after being banned from Twitter and Facebook on Saturday. Our great founders did not want and would not condone false and fraudulent elections. To date, no evidence has been found or produced to substantiate any of Trump's claims. Trump on Monday walked back his statement after widespread bipartisan criticism over the weekend. A spokesperson for Senator Dane said in an email, the senator took an oath to support and defend the Constitution. He would never support suspending it or terminating it. Dane's did not respond to questions about if he would support Trump if he was the party's nominee in 2024. Tester said in an email statement, these recent comments by former President Trump are beyond the pale. While Americans of all political backgrounds disagree on many issues, we all recognize the Constitution is the foundation that has made this country great. Representatives of Helena and Lewis and Clark County Law Enforcement, Municipal Government, and a nonprofit told Governor Greg Gianforti on Monday to support, to support efforts to fund behavioral and mental health programs as part of his ongoing statewide tour focusing on public safety. Local officials called on the governor to provide more funding for critical services and programs to continue their successes. First, Judicial District Court Judge Mike McMahon, who heads the district's Family Treatment Center, encouraged Gianforti to increase funding for interventions such as treatment courts and in-jail mental health and chemical dependency evaluations. McMahon also advocated for the establishment of a behavioral health court in the county. Helena Mayor Wilmot Collins, who works for the state's Child and Family Services as his day job, told Gianforti it is getting more difficult to get children into the Child Advocacy Center. Quote, I'm pleading with you, please fund these centers, Collins said. Lewis and Clark County Sheriff Leo Dutton said fentanyl from the southern border has reached the county and drug-related offenses are up. Dutton estimated that 95% of all felony arrests now in the Lewis and Clark County Detention Center are alcohol or drug-related. Helena Police Chief Brett Petty called the Lewis and Clark Children's Advocacy Center a vital asset in the work that we do and says it has needed funding for years. Helena City Attorney Rebecca Doctor said the majority of cases coming through municipal court are alcohol-related and suggested more success might be found outside the purview of law enforcement and the courts. Doctors said the lack of affordable housing exasperates behavioral and addictive problems. 
GN40 did not address their concerns and said the lack of affordable housing is the top issue facing Montana presently, citing a supply problem. He touted recent legislation that loosened apprenticeship requirements for would-be trade workers in the state. Members of the Montana Citizen Elk Management Coalition say they will push for a new conservation trust fund during the next legislature, with proceeds going to preserving wildlife habitat on both public and private land. Citing similar trusts in Wyoming and Nevada, supporters say the idea is still largely conceptual, but would put $200 million of the state's approximately $2.4 billion budget surplus into the Montana Legacy Trust, with 6 to $8 million in annual interest funding habitat projects. The proposal calls for a seven-member board appointed by the governor to award grants to nonprofits, state, federal, or tribal governments or schools, and would focus on water, rangeland, and habitat projects. State Senator Jeff Walborn of Dillon has said he supports the concept of the trust, and while the final draft of legislation has not been released, it is one he could potentially sponsor. As a budget proposal, the bill would first have to pass the House. Walborn, a longtime legislator, said after the end of the last session, he noticed that ideas are not vetted collaboratively with thoughtful dialogue, and they tend to pick clear winners and losers. Other states have seen success with conservation trust in putting funding on the ground, according to Wellborn, with the potential to benefit an array of interests, from improving habitat to keeping traditional landowners on the ground to improving opportunities for hunters. Supporters may face an uphill battle. Governor Greg Gianforti's proposed budget does not include any conservation trust funds. Gianforti's office says public lands funding is healthy and bountiful. When asked for comment about the proposed legacy trust, the governor's office stood by his proposed budget. A Wolf Point newspaper publisher has challenged the election of the Roosevelt County attorney, stating that living outside the county should disqualify him from the position and claiming he's intentionally obscured his residency to avoid scrutiny. Northern Plains Independent Publisher Darla Downs has filed a complaint with the Roosevelt County Election Administrator against Frank A. Piocas, the Roosevelt County Attorney. Piocas won election as county attorney after being appointed to the position by county commissioners after former county attorney Austin Knudsen became Attorney General of Montana in 2021. Downs maintains that Pico's election violates state law because his voter registration is based on a property he leases commercially, not where he lives. Furthermore, she claims the paperwork shows that Picos has intentionally tried to hide the issue of his residency. Picos claims that Downs' vendetta stems from his prosecuting her daughter for a drug offense. Downs is a former Montana president of the Montana Newspaper Association. Quote, numerous people have asked how we can have a county attorney 
that doesn't live in the county. She said that Pico's address in Culbertson is not where he lives. She said he lives in St. Marie in Valley County. She says she knows his address in Culbertson is not a residential address because the editor of the Northern Plains Independent, James Walling, owns the building where Picos rents. So Downs found that Picos was registered to vote in Roosevelt County based on the Culbertson address. She's challenging Picos' election because he's not a true resident of the county. The nonprofit regulator charged with helping ensure the reliability of the North American electric grid is warning of potential electricity supply shortfalls during severe winter weather this year in several regions, including eastern Montana. Earlier this month, the North American Electric Reliability Corporation said New England and parts of the South and Midwest are at risk of having insufficient energy supplies during winter months. The organization pointed to fuel supply problems, limited natural gas infrastructure, fossil and nuclear plant retirements, and a high potential peak electric demand as contributing factors during sustained cold weather. John Mora, NERC's Director of Reliability Assessment and Performance Analysis, said in a statement, load shedding may be required to maintain reliability. Load shedding means cutting power to customers to reduce the load on the grid. NERC worries that more than 4.2 gigawatts of nuclear and coal power plants have been retired from the grid. That grid serves all or parts of 15 states, including Montana. And finally, a state panel has approved the pose, or stance, of a statue honoring former Governor Judy Martz. The statue, which will be eight and a half feet tall and weigh nearly a thousand pounds, is scheduled to be placed outside the governor's office in 2024. Sculptor Garrett Curtis told the Capital Country Council that Marts would be looking down the hallway as if she were greeting visitors. He said he has worked closely with the Marts family. In 2019, state lawmakers passed Senate Bill 275, which gives the committee five years to put a museum-quality statue or bust in honor of Martz on the Capitol grounds. Curtis said he plans to come to the Capitol in January so that people can come in and get familiar with the project. He said he had hoped to set up a studio in Helena, but that did not materialize, so he will do much of his work at his studio in Fortine. He said he would return in the spring with a full-size clay model of the statue so that people can see it, and he plans to have the bronze cast in December of next year. If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRT-DB webpages. Made in Montana News is podcast worldwide with listeners in now 51 U.S. states and Canadian provinces in 27 countries on six continents. We also post expanded versions of our stories on Facebook. Made in Montana News is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH, 
100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation, PIVA Radio of the Northern Cheyenne Nation, and Crow Res Radio of the Crow Nation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.